This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. And that was whatever you were just listening to. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to a mini-sode of Ghosts of Boyfriends Past with me, Tom Harris, and Elizabeth Best sitting across from me. Hello, hello. <laughs> You've joined us on a mini-sode today. That's why I've taken it down to sort of F- AM radio presenter level. Yeah, it's, 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 it's less bombastic listening. on these mini mini-sodes. <laughs> I like it. It just takes the pressure off. We're here to answer your questions. Yes, questions sent it's in. Agony questions and Uncle yes, Time. Um, that we've sourced, that have been sent in. Our advice isn't always the best. We're not professionals, really. Like, we've had a lot of experience by this point. Yes. Like, we've had years of answering be- questions and of having feedback from um, people who are professionals in their industry saying, well done, good advice. So that's just Excellent. the same as being qualified, we've, right? Yes. So over the years, we've become more of a, a library of, of knowledge yes. and wisdom that we try and reference and, and pass along. Exactly. Uh, Elizabeth. Yes. Uh, a question out of my own curiosity, really. Okay. And it's kind of just for you. Um, oh, hi. I mean, cool. uh, how much importance do you put on remembering and then celebrating anniversaries? Um, as much as the person who you are dating wants you to put yes, on them. That's that's probably the... It's like, the how long is a piece of string, yeah. right? <laughs> yes. What do you, what um, do you think? My, me, personally, I enjoy celebrating milestones, but not like silly milestones, like you celebrate your meet-aversary and then your first date-aversary yeah. and then your how long right. you've been together. Like, like if you were together, I reckon you pick one. I find, yeah, I find... Have a consensus on one date to celebrate yourself. I get suspicious about... P, uh, People that are, that want to celebrate sort of uh, land, uh, hallmarks and landmarks and milestones and insist on that because Happy it's like two weeks, baby. it's like what are you are you uh, are you actually then in, are you enjoying the relationship in the present or are you just looking for an excuse to go look what I've look what we've got I know curious but I yeah know. one nail uh, uh, anyway uh, it's a discussion I, to have I think yes. Uh, Pull all the anniversaries into one, first of all. Yes. You celebrate one, choose one anniversary, right? Yes. One Unless, like, and, and if it's not like a momentous thing, like I've still in past relationships come home and been like, hey, we've been together for three months. Cool. Kiss. Right. Like, yeah. You know, like I'll still point it out, but I oh, won't yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. you didn't take me out for a yes. four month anniversary. <laughs> and I feel like that's a red flag. Absolutely. You can get uh, a cute check in is, is fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. But, but um, some people, I suppose, some people really take pride in. in I mean, get, you get, do you, boo. Like, if yeah. if you want to celebrate every second week that you manage to survive another week in your relationship, <laughs> then heck yes, use that as an excuse for a party. Like, 
But yeah, it's 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 a discussion to be had with the person with whom you are celebrating. Or you get lucky like I did, like I did, and both of you forget your anniversary, and great. both, and then and then it's a race to see who remembers first that you both forgot. Yeah. Yes, great. And then do you rub it in each other's <laughs> no, face a little no, bit you in don't, fun? No, or, no. <laughs> oh, it's 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 <laughs> I'm um, dysfunctional. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it because we're caught up. The excuse is the 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 line the spin line is we're caught up enjoying the relationship to oh, notice. Bless. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> right? And that's the line, all right. That's the line, and I'm for- sticking to it. We didn't forget it. we were caught up in our own wonderfulness. <laughs> all right. That's my question on anniversaries. I've got a question for everybody, but it's coming from a dude, so okay. maybe you have some insight. I well, don't see know. I don't understand men brain. <laughs> Uh, My girlfriend, 20, and I, also 20, have been dating for three years. We are both in college and she's in a sorority. They have a stripper come after new girls join, which didn't really bother me because I thought he just danced on a pole or something. Oh, honey, it's not Mm. the same. No, Mm. no. Um, (laughs) I saw a video, though, of my girlfriend getting picked up by the male stripper who was in a thong. And he humped her in the air and then slapped her ass. The other girls in the sorority who have boyfriends didn't do that. Only she did. I was really upset and she made me feel like an ass for getting mad. I don't know if I'm wrong for getting so upset. I know it's not technically cheating, but it just feels really close to it. I don't know what to say to her or what to do. What's your opinion on that situation as a male? My uh, first instinct would be that sort of strippers seems to be a... uh, a personal and and then relationship by relationship basis yes. kind of deal. So it's hard to wade into someone's relationship like this and be like, right, here's the here's the solution. Mm. I wish I so wish that so many that issue that uh, issues in relationships were black and white and Wouldn't right and wrong. Wouldn't it be a lot wrong. easier if there was like a, a handbook that we could yeah. just be like, did you not read page seventy two? <laughs> That's what we'll in, uh, eventually endeavour to will write, Liz. Best. Release the data's handbook. I get the. <laughs> The language in the question was confusing because he said the stripper p- picked up my girlfriend, but then she was the only one to do it. So is I don't know. Is it? It sounds like he's blaming her for something that the stripper. Yeah, did. That, that, so I, I don't know, or if, or if the phrasing was clumsy yeah. and she actually was the only one that genuinely was like, yeah, let's fucking but do it. So what? But then again, right? yeah. So I'm I, I'm trying he's, to understand rather than pick apart. Then pick apart. I agree with you that every single couple needs to have the stripper talk. Yeah. So. It, <laughs> If you are so inclined <laughs> yep. that one or both of you would like to go out to strip clubs, there's lines, right? Yes. So, like, I've been to strip clubs while I have been dating people because, you know, like, hen's nights and things yes. like that. And the, I You're going to get dragged into as of heart, as of thrust in the past. upon. Yep. <laughs> and that was against my will, so I'm not sure. Like, I mean, I spent the whole time laughing behind my hand. Um, doing what my friend Ray calls my Betty Rubble laugh because I just get really embarrassed <laughs> and I... <laughs> um, yes. And I think that the first time it happens has to be the freebie because you haven't sat down and put boundaries around that yet. She didn't know how you would feel about that um, because she is not a mind reader. That's right. This sounds like it sounds like this issue hasn't been talked. Uh, talk, yep. The rules aren't in play yet. You've you don't know. You've not said anything yep. in stone yet. And because she's not a mind reader, you cannot. I don't. I don't believe you can get angry at her for something that you've never talked about. Yeah. However, right. now that she knows your feelings, if she agrees to that boundary. Yeah. then that's where the boundary lies. If you negotiate that boundary, that's different. But I I personally don't think she did anything wrong. 
Um, but I also think with her communication, she probably, rather than being like, you're an ass for saying that, could have been like, oh, I understand what you think, but that's not something we talked about before. Yes, it does. Like you've got to validate someone's feelings at the same time as saying, however, I think that is unreasonable yes. because this, this, and this, right? Yes. Uh, your your anger is – or whatever, your uh, anger, jealousy, whatever those feelings are, they're, they're valid to you mm. because she crossed, a, she crossed a line to you – that you, but that but it's you a line that was invisible because yes. you hadn't drawn it. It's yet. only in your head, my friend. So now that that's out in the open for everyone, that that rule, those those expectations, whatever you want to call them, those standards. Next time uh, that gets crossed, then you have an then there's an issue. Yeah, then. I agree. I agree. But uh, yeah, uh, nothing to really get upset upset about. I don't think, my friend. No, no. Excellent. Um, I saw this. This broke my heart on another. Oh no! I, it, it wasn't sent into us. I saw it on another thread, and I wanted to bring it to us because if we have it's teenagers, right? Teenage. Oh, bless their little and hearts. And this fifth, this poor fifteen-year-old male uh, wrote, sent this, <laughs> wrote this question. It broke my heart. I, fifteen-year-old male, I'm so tired of being out of every girl's league. I am so ugly and boring. Aww. Every time I see a cute girl, I always think that I'll never ever get her. How do I deal with the fact that no cute girl will ever like me? Now, Aww. to all the adults in our audience and in the room here, you hear a question like that and you roll your eyes because you you because uh, we all know teenagers are overdramatic. Oh yes, and but. And but that it is feels true. So real. And that is true. But at the time, it's not. It's uh, that's all. All your life experiences happened, right? You know. I can guarantee you that there are some adults out there that yes. still think those things. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that they never grew out of thinking those things, and that makes me very sad. That's true and valid as well. So, the the poor chap who wrote that question probably won't be hearing this. But to any teenagers that are listening to this podcast, it's okay. You are unfortunately you are caught between. Uh, the cute uh, well, humans are born really cute, and then we get fucking weird, right? We come and be uh, suddenly, and we're an amalgamation. Instagram tells you that you don't get weird. Yeah. Instagram will yeah. tell you that everyone goes from being cute babies to cute teens to cute adults. That is not the case, no, my no, friend. No, you be, when you were a teenager, you start becoming that adult person that you're walking around with big ears and big teeth. I had and huge <laughs> teeth and a huge nose, yeah. and it took me about five or six years to grow into them. And, no, and then uh, I got fly as hell. No one in no one in their twenties, thirties, forties, fifties looks back at those teenage photos and goes, "Ah, that's when I ah." Oh, that was the sweet spot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very rarely will that happen. No, so, your early twenties, you'll start coming into your own, but before then, you're just a bundle of awkward nerves. So. Uh, if you're 13, 14, 15, 16, and you could, uh, you're not, you're not there yet. You know, uh, it's okay. You uh, try and recognize this time as time for you, right? You work on yourself. You you get your eating habits right, right? You eat healthy. Put the sugar down. You you um, invest in your schoolwork. You invest in hobbies. You invest in friendships. Self care. Yes. Figuring out what you Start like, putting, what yeah, you don't like. Put like, uh, put. Uh, if if you're if you're currently in the mindset of dating will never happen to me, fine. Put that aside and put roots down in a whole in as many different aspects as you can. Because once you do that, you'll end up meeting people in those different That's things right. who actually like. Even if you are going through an awkward phase, who think it's awkwardly adorable. Like, and it's it's very rarely f- like just about 
cuteness, right? Like mm. I yes. have dated a number of people who when I first met them, I wasn't like, oh my God, they're cute. Yep. And then you get to know them and you're like, oh my God, they're so funny. And all of a sudden they're a fucking Adonis in your mind because their personality is just yep. phenomenal. Someone, someone will see your your passion for and like history of like beekeeping or your schoolwork or your sport or something that you've invested time in and they'll see the value in that and they'll want to, and and look, they'll want to get closer to If you. there's one thing that shows like Love Island have taught me, it's that hot people have trouble finding love too if they don't feel great about themselves. So yes, that's right. you've that's got to the- feel good about yourself and you've got to want to put yourself out there because, you know, it doesn't matter how good looking you are. If you're dysfunctional, then you're probably going to end up on one of those shows and not find love even when you're the sexiest man alive that's right and also another uh, another thing it's just popped into my head my friend um someone will dig your type right yeah like i'm a i'm a skinny but uh, lanky and tall sort of weird creature of the night <laughs> figure you know you look at me in the in the wrong light you, you, you sort of that, scream in the he's night very tall and lanky but and you know, you, you 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 sort of lope through life like the chimpanzee I am, and you look around and you think, "Whoops!" In the world, could ever want a piece of this? But it turns out that like three percent of the female population sees this figure of assorted assorted limbs and goes, "Oh fuck!" And I then you take have, up comedy, got, and that increases a, it by two and a half percent. I gotta have a piece of that. <laughs> so whatever you know, weird, unique thing that you worry about, someone's gonna see that and be like, "Damn!" I give want me a it. Bit. So cut me off a slice of that. <laughs> so, yes. So wow, we really went all in on that question. I, know. I think well, bleeding hearts it, for it, poor teenagers. Self esteem is such a big thing for yes. me because there's a number of relationships that I had. One in particular that destroyed mine, and mm. it's really made me realize how important it is to have um, a good uh, amount of love for yourself, so that when people do come along who want to destroy that, it's too strong for them too. Yep. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, like, uh, I mean, look, even, I mean, I have bad days in weeks where I just friggin' I'm just like, well, you're a stupid slob and you can't do this. And then I've got friends who um, will shake my face and be like, stop being mean to my friend Liz, you dumb bitch. And I'm like, I am a dumb bitch for being mean to myself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, slightly, slightly better. I, I am a dumb bitch I for being mean to I am a dumb bitch. My- Thank you for reminding ever, me. Ever so slightly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, look, I was going to go with another question, but I feel like we've gone so hard in on that that there's no more time. Yes, I do. My put my heart breaks for the teenagers of the world. Having been one, I, I remember mean, that. I remember the time. Some of them are assholes. Oh yeah, but <laughs> but we put. I mean, they've, there's so much pressure on them in your on teenage life mm. to sort out you. What are you doing with the rest of your life? What are you doing for do a job know, now? Complete aside. This is going to sound really weird, but I had somebody contact me yesterday or the day before who said that they were at my old school and they did English with my old English teacher and he was giving out examples of good essays for entering a competition called the Lions Youth of the Year competition Mm. and 20 years later he's still giving out my essay that I wrote (laughs) because I was sassy enough to write about how much pressure society puts on teenagers to decide exactly what they want to do in life and to to you know be adults when they're like wow I know and she's like I just thought like the girl was like I'd love to meet up to chat about like how you how you you know feel about that now and and your words gave me comfort during my exams and I was like it is the world is hard on teenagers and back then I was telling adults 
thoughts that it was there fucking you, hard. There you go. What a wonderfully unplanned such a, segue. Such a Thank weird you. segue. But yeah, it happened like two days ago and I was like, oh my God. Wowzers. Wowzers in I know, my But trousers. there is a lot of pressure on teens and don't let it get to you because yeah. everyone has a shit time as a teen. And if you don't, you tend to have a shit time as an adult. Yeah, it is. <laughs> in, that's right. In, <laughs> invest in yourself a little. Uh, not just you teenagers, everybody. Um, it's uh, never a bad time. Um well, thank you for tuning in to our little show. Uh, sending, please send in your questions. Send in your stories to ghostsofboyfriendspast at gmail.com. Some of you have written in and been in contact with us and uh, have sent us an email. We've sent one back. We've tried. There's Check been a your- few that we've tried, and there's also been a couple that have written back and said, no, I'm happy and settled now, and I'm like... So many of our guests. You can still talk about the past. It's all good. We just want to help. We <laughs> yeah, want to help everyone still, get yeah, as happy right. and settled as you. We still want your story. We still want that precious, sweet story. Um, otherwise, go well, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks keep for dating, tuning in. Keep communicating. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.